Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come Follow Me Today, a brief message to help us experience an additional spiritual moment in our otherwise complicated lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and thank you for joining me as we accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. If you find value in this show, please take a minute now or after this episode to share it with someone you know. Well, today is a topic that really hits home for me. In Exodus chapter 18, Moses and the people of Israel have now been out in the wilderness for a few months and have made it to Mount Sinai, where they've set up camp for a season. At some point during the whole locusts, frogs, and other plagues thing that Moses was calling forth against Egypt, or maybe during the battle against Amalek that happened after the Israelites were free, sometime in there, Moses had sent his wife and two kids back to her father Jethro, presumably to keep them safe during that challenging time. Now that the Israelites were in a bit more stable position, Jethro, the high priest of Midian, decided to bring Zipporah and the kids back to Moses. Quote, when Jethro heard of all that God had done for Moses and for Israel, his people, and that the Lord had brought Israel out of Egypt, end quote. Moses is excited to have his family back and to be visited by Jethro, and he, quote, went out to meet his father-in-law and did obeisance and kissed him. And they asked each other of their welfare, and they came into the tent. And Moses told his father-in-law all that the Lord had done unto Pharaoh and to the Egyptians for Israel's sake, and all the travail that had come upon them by the way, and how the Lord delivered them, end quote. Well, no doubt, much to the chagrin of Moses' wife, the next day, quote, it came to pass on the morrow that Moses sat to judge the people, and the people stood by Moses from the morning unto the evening, end quote. Moses couldn't even take a day off of work to spend time with his father-in-law and have a three-day weekend. I'm sure he told Zipporah, look, we just have to get to the promised land, and then things will slow down and we can take a vacation. Well, when Jethro saw how Moses was working, he called him out on it. Quote, and when Moses' father-in-law saw all that he did to the people, he said, what is this thing that thou doest to the people? Why sittest thou thyself alone, and the people stand by thee from morning unto even? And Moses said unto his father-in-law, Because the people come unto me to inquire of God. When they have a matter, they come unto me, and I judge between one and another, and I do make them know the statutes of God and his laws. And Moses' father-in-law said unto him, The thing that thou doest is not good. Thou wilt surely wear away, both thou and this people that is with thee, for this thing is too heavy for thee. Thou art not able to perform it thyself alone. End quote. So, from an organizational health standpoint, Jethro is basically telling Moses that he's micromanaging everything too much, and that this is not only going to burn him out, but also limit the potential and growth of the people. One person trying to run an entire organization is not sustainable and can be destructive to everyone involved. Jethro had the foresight to see that the people of Israel were going to continue to grow and that a different leadership structure was going to be needed for them to succeed. He then goes on to coach Moses on how to be successful. Quote, Hearken now unto my voice, I will give thee counsel, and God shall be with thee. Be thou for the people to Godward, that thou mayest bring the causes unto God. And thou shalt teach them ordinances and laws, and shalt show them the way wherein they must walk, and the work that they must do. 
Moreover, thou shalt provide out of all the people able men, such as fear God, men of truth, hating covetousness, and place such over them to be rulers of thousands and rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties and rulers of tens. And let them judge the people at all seasons. And it shall be that every great matter they shall bring unto thee, but every small matter they shall judge. So shall it be easier for thyself, and they shall, bur- they shall bear the burden with thee. End quote. This is amazing leadership advice. For any of you that have been in management at work, or been in a leadership calling at church, or tried to organize something on your own, or, let's face it, been a parent, you know how difficult it can be when you feel like you have to do everything yourself. Let's remember that Moses was not a seasoned leader. He was a spoiled prince of Egypt, turned exiled shepherd, turned liberator of Israel. He had pled with God to choose someone else. Quote, they will not believe me, nor will they hearken to my voice. He was doing the best he could with his prophetic calling, but he was still learning how to be effective in leading the people of Israel. You and I are still learning how to be effective in our leadership capacities in life also. And so here's Jethro saying to Moses, look, you need to focus on doing what only you can do. Be a representative of the people to God to seek counsel on how they should build their society, given their newfound freedom, and then teach the people what God says. That's it. That's a full-time job. You need to choose other good people who can run the day-to-day affairs of society based on your teachings, but you have to let go. That's not your job. That can't be your job. You'll end up crippling the people you're in charge of serving if you keep going down this road. You and I can learn from this same lesson. Work, family, and church are supposed to be team sports. We need to figure out what our special gifts and strengths are on those teams and help our teammates, family members, or church members to figure out what their gifts are, and then let everyone do what they're best at. This is how businesses grow, families succeed, and churches prosper. When we are in a position that allows us to magnify our gifts and use them to serve others, we feel successful, and this leads to fulfillment, happiness, and prosperity. It wasn't until Moses listened to Jethro and let other people do what they were good at that he was able to magnify his own calling and climb Mount Sinai, commune with God, and receive the Ten Commandments, which would become the pillars that Israelite society would be founded on. If you and I can learn to work more effectively with others, we'll also be able to climb our Mount Sinai's, have the time to commune with God, and do what only we can do. Thank you for listening today. Don't forget to share this episode with someone else, and I'll see you next week.